good Mike. friend. Mike. Uh, this week is a free freestyle uh, mm. episode this week. You know what we should do at the end of this episode? Mm-hmm. We should teach the people something. Yeah. Because, you know, we should, we, yeah. we've been a companion to our mm-hmm. listeners so far. Yeah. We don't have a lot of stories we can tell yet. Actually, well, we, 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 we can do. Teach them. Yeah, 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 we do. We, we can teach them things through stories. Ah. That'd be cool. We'll, we'll, we'll teach you guys something at the end. I don't know what we're going to teach you. We want to yeah. expand what we can because... Um, yeah, we want to, you know, be uh, the the every the every podcast. You know, you've heard of the every man mm-hmm. or every person. Like this is the every podcast about about movies. And we are and the every podcast. Yeah. So uh, this week, uh, yeah. So uh, a lot of announcement this week from uh, Disney Disney Day. Uh, yeah, Disney Plus Day. I had no idea what Disney was going to happen. Um, yeah, me either. So I love Disney Plus and I love Netflix. However. There is an irony in that day that I guess Netflix's stock price rose either more rapidly or there was just like a more either rapidly or there was just a more noticeable growth that day than um, Mm -hmm. Disney had from their announcements. And I don't know if that's causing any worry or not, but um, yeah, it's like it's kind of Netflix is starting to kind of come in. not starting to, but it's really coming into its own as like a staple of entertainment. Like in the past few years, like even with the Irishman and stuff, it was like, it still felt like it was like building up to something. And it's starting to get to a point where like there's comfort in their IP or mm-hmm. there's a sense of reliability and a there's a certain thing that people expect when they go to Netflix. So they're going to be the new nostalgia eventually, which um, I think Disney is going to have to compete with because as we saw from um, all the announcements for Disney plus they're reliant on old nostalgia, (laughs) all their IPs Mm -hmm. that they either acquired or, I mean, there was a few like new things that they announced. Like there was a movie that uh, I guess came out just yesterday. I forgot what it's called, like Entangled and Enchantment and and something. Uh, I think it's Enchantment or Enchanted or something. Um, what was it called? I'm gonna look it up. But um, isn't it with um, what's her name, Amy Adams? Oh no, that's Disenchanted. Disenchantment. That's, that's okay. a part two. But right. there was like a brand new um movie i'll get to it later but there are like Mm -hmm. a few brand new stuff but other than that all the announcements either had to do with marvel or star wars or bringing back old 20 20th century studios not fox 20th century studios i see that money talk they're bringing back ice age they're bringing back cheaper by the dozen uh they brought yeah. back Home Alone this week. Yeah. And did you see that by any chance? Home Sweet Home Alone? Uh, no, no, I haven't seen it. Uh, th- there is also something else. Um, you know, when uh, Neil Patrick Harris played that child doctor. Oh, uh, yeah, Doogie Hauser. Yeah, Doogie Hauser. There's like a remake uh, in Hawaii, I think, actually. Oh, yeah, it came out. But they, chances are there. I don't know if they announced a season two or not for that day, but... Um, I saw mm-hmm. the, like a few episodes of it. It's actually not that bad because like they make a point in the first episode to say that 
she was named after the show Doogie Howser mm-hmm. because she was young. And nowadays, like the idea of a 16 year old entry level doctor isn't really that far off from like that, that actually does happen. Actually, more likely like 16 year olds going to med school. But it's like it really is kind of a thing that sort of happens. It's not really like as much of a novelty as it was when um, Neil Patrick Harris did Doogie Hauser. Yeah, no, definitely. I, you know. You, yeah. you have these young prodigy TV shows like, uh, you know, young, young Sheldon and stuff like that. And then Doogie Hauser was already a thing. So they're just building on, you know, whatever, yeah. like the same premise that that was used before when like Doogie Hauser was completely new. Yeah. Now it's sort of like, Hey, you know, let's redo something that's already been done, but try to, you know, have another protagonist and uh, you know, yeah. try to redo that so it's yeah. you know it, it's kind of disappointing in, in some ways how like some studios or like disney plus is is just using a lot of nostalgia although you know i'm the biggest like or one of the biggest star wars fans and mm-hmm. I, I you know i don't want to sound hypocritical when i say stuff like that about like doogie hauser and yeah. then I'll like in turn say like, oh, I, I really love the Mandalorian and stuff like that, which yeah. kind of like it's its own thing, which I'm guessing this TV show of like Doogie Howser thing or Mighty Ducks are like their own thing, even though yeah. it's based on something that came before. Yeah. Uh, but th- that's yeah. sort of like what they're doing, yeah. except maybe Marvel might be the only thing that's really relatively newish. Yeah, I mean, they, um, Marvel is still based in nostalgia because they're only able to do what they're doing now because they've had like how many years, decades worth of fans. Mm-hmm. And then they're able to build the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But um, uh, yeah, there were a lot of Marvel announcements, not a whole lot of Star Wars announcements. Mm-hmm. Um, a few movies are now available on Disney Plus, like Shang-Chi and... Um, or Shang-Chi yeah. and uh, Jungle Cruise. Um, what excited me the most, though, about Disney Plus Day and what gives me hope for Disney expanding their brand a little bit is when they started announcing more of like the adult-oriented content. Mm. And I'm talking specifically about Prey. The, uh, the, 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 it's actually going to be on Hulu, but it's the prequel to Predator set right. 300 years before in like a Native American tribe. And it's probably, it's going to go back to like the premise of what the first Predator was, but it's going to take place like back then. And it's directed by the guy that did a 10 Cloverfield Lane, which I think was a good movie for the for the budget that it had. So yeah. I'm, so it's like, that's the thing with Disney right now, they're Disney plus stuff isn't giving me a lot of excitement and I think they're kind of well aware of it too but I'm excited to see what they do with Hulu because if like like Disney plus is so explicitly like family oriented that Hulu is like it they for, for them to last, they're going to have to do the more adult-oriented content, but they're also going to have to do, like, the like the mid-level content that even Disney Plus wouldn't really do. Like, I don't know, all the freeform shows and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I uh, How do you feel about the, the Moon Knight trailer? 
which that will, must that, be the most adult thing on, on Disney plus that that'll come out probably. Yeah. That was the, the one trailer that I guess like made me more excited about Marvel because she Hulk they only showed uh, the main character mm-hmm. uh, as Hulk for like a little yeah. glimpse. No, you only see um, legs, arms, legs, know. arms, the end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I really liked um, the shot of his arm. I don't know. Something about his costume just feels right. I don't, I don't know yeah. how to describe it, but something about what it's like, it, it's veering a little bit away from like the Marvel style that we're used to. Like it still fits in aesthetically, but mm-hmm. you know, it does look a little more, tattered it does like look a little bit more yeah like like there's an attempt to do something different there so i'm looking forward to that yeah me too things like the the source material is very it's kind of out there when it comes to um, to comic books or mainstream comic books uh it's sort you know for people who don't know who moon knight is uh imagine batman wearing a white suit and has multiple personalities and one of them is a millionaire and another one is a uh, Egyptian spirit or God that possesses Moon Knight and gives him powers. And you don't really know if any of this is actually happening because the guy or the main character has those multiple personalities and you don't know which is the main one. So it's it's, uh, like in that sense is probably the most interesting comic book character that are going to touch upon in terms of like psychology and stuff like that because like i mean except for maybe i think uh what's your name wandavision uh except for you know uh scarlet witch who also had her own uh you know issues Mm uh they've never gone into a whole like this guy's totally crazy uh you know kind of superhero yeah Uh, (laughs) i mean uh i mean marvel in association with Marvel and FX, you know, played with it with like Legion, mm-hmm. but um, Moon Knight. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I think it's funny though that like Oscar Isaac is once again playing, uh, you know, possible yeah. Egypt- Egyptian demigod <laughs> again. Yeah, like he's he's redoing uh, the never to be uh, spoken apocalypse. again apocalypse. Yeah. Yes, I have come for you, <laughs> Magneto. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I was actually really pumped about that movie when it came out. And when I actually saw it, I was so disappointed. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, that, that's the way it is. That That's where that that's the way the Fox X-Men movies went uh, in the end. Yeah. Still wasn't as bad as Dark Phoenix, though. But um, I think at some point, like Hulu has to spin off. I would say it's adult-oriented Disney stuff because, like, Hulu mm-hmm. right now. And last year, I had some harsh. I think I had some harsh things to say about Hulu, but now I'm like, Hulu's pretty good. Like, Hulu is like their shit Hulu, together. Yeah, Hulu's kind of getting their stuff together. But I think just to focus it in even more, they have to spin off like the part of their business that just like broadcasts you know, everything from CBS to ABC, because that's originally what Hulu was supposed to be, the one place, one-stop shop for like, you know, all the broadcast networks to like put their mm-hmm. streaming stuff. But I think that should be spun off and there should be like a separate service with a lot of the 20th century studio stuff and a lot of more like 
I guess, adult-oriented stuff, like something like what Star is internationally. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe in America you could call it like Touchstone Plus or 20th Century Plus or something. I don't know. But or Paramount Plus. <laughs> Paramount Plus, yeah. <laughs> like at this point, like you could totally bring back like the Lizzie McGuire reboot. You could do like a Pretty Woman series to really bring people in. Like mm-hmm. there, there's so much like finding themselves that they're trying to do. You could put the Simpsons on that because like, I, I'm sorry, but uh, I, I don't know if uh, Disney is handling the Simpsons. Like, like they're not doing it horribly and they're really popular in Disney Plus, but in terms of like expanding the franchise, like all I've seen Disney Plus do so far is like make a short every time they want to promote something new. Yeah, like, we're going to make a short with Loki in it. We're going to do a short about Star Wars. Okay, now we're going to do a short called The Simpsons Plus Anniversary, which, you know, halfway through it had a song with, um, I can't even think of her name, not Maggie, forgetting the, the daughter's name. Oh, Lisa. Lisa. Yeah, Lisa singing about all the content on Disney Plus. And it's like, it kind of goes against what the whole point of The Simpsons was. Like, poking fun at like corporate stuff and yeah. now she's like seeing them it just yeah so yeah <laughs> you know they have to go back to their uh, you know in the simpsons movie um this was before uh, disney bought you know fox uh, right. entertainment but you know they had a whole thing with uh, bart kind of getting a bra on a train or something putting it on his head and it looked like mickey mouse's ears or something it's like oh, i am the mascot of an evil corporation huh you know and, and uh you know yeah, jokes it's like very, that. and they used to make fun like, of Fox all the time yeah but all the you disney know. jokes so far are kind of like it sounds heavy but they're actually yeah. like light jabs based on stuff yeah. we kind of like already know and it's kind of taking the edge away i mean the simpsons mm-hmm. isn't like they're they're not the people outside the party throwing tomatoes anymore like the simpsons is like you know it is americana at this point but Mm -hmm. it's it i don't know it 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 would be nice to see them just kind of like be on the outside a little bit so we'll see anyway it's um, it's been like 30 years of simpsons i'm i'm surprised there's still a thing to be honest with you I, i love the simpsons but i'm like you know what what else can can they do uh, nowadays but you know yeah. still watch it though but <laughs> yeah it's one of those things where you're like oh this is never gonna die is it <laughs> like disney's yeah. never gonna let them die uh <laughs> and they've already switched like you know lenny doesn't have the no it's not is it carl or or lenny like one one or one of the two doesn't have the same voice actor sort of like uh you know for all all you originalists out there the latest season i think uh or is it carl i can't remember but like he doesn't have the same voice uh, and i was like oh okay this okay oh oh the, this show is getting like old now yeah <laughs> <laughs> like uh you know think like because all the voice actors are getting on in, in their lives and, yeah. and uh, you know in, in years uh one day they're gonna have to just say like you know, let's try to wrap this up in some way or milk, milk this cow uh, as much as they can and just switch up the voice actors. I don't know. But, yeah. Uh, I'd rather that they just like stop it after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, something 
uh, else that I actually wanted to talk about this week. Uh, All right, shifting I, away from Disney, right? Shifting away from Disney. Uh, there are two things. I already mentioned uh, one thing to, to Mike before we start recording, but I just remember something that's really big for, um, you know, people who love uh, Dexter. Uh, Dexter New Blood came out this week, the first yeah. episode on Showtime. Uh, you can get on Hulu and Prime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got a free trial on Prime. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, you can get are the you Showtime. Uh, I saw a few episodes, but uh, it's another one of those shows where, like, I, I couldn't keep up with it, not for like quality reasons, but just like mm-hmm. I watched it, like, oh, this is cool. And then, like, other life stuff like came up. I think we yeah. had to watch it in class a few times, like when I was in college. Seriously? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, don't, I forgot if it was a film class or or what. But hey, it, kids, it, let's it, look I at just, a serial killer. Exactly. <laughs> no, the teacher put a lot of emphasis on. I think it was the intro. It was, it was yeah, the intro, right? Where it was like yeah. he's doing big daily intro. stuff, but they're like zooming in. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. He's uh, he's cooking breakfast. He's he's getting ready for the day. So like you see him cut meat and like break an egg and it looks yeah. as though like the close-ups are so well done yeah that it seems wrong because you know what he does like you yeah. know what, what he he moonlights as a serial killer dude there was a there was a trailer or like a teaser trailer that came out for you that copied that concept mm-hmm. it's for the latest season and it was like a cake that said like it's a boy or something but right. like it basically took that concept of like cutting the cake and ma- making the sound effects and then like the frosting drips and it's red. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, like it, <laughs> that's, it, that's a bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that is a, a carbon copy of, of whatever yeah. Dexter did. <laughs> but well, the thing is like Dexter also had like, you know, him uh, tying up his shoelaces. So he's like really holding on to the laces and it looks like he's like choking somebody with, with the string or whatever, yeah, yeah. or tying someone up. Like it, it, it kind of like all of the things that he does, especially like when he shaves and he bleeds and it looks like, you know, you know, he just like stabbed someone or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, Dexter new blood uh, happens um, 10 years after the, the Dexter finale, which for many Dexter fans, including uh, myself uh, was very disappointing uh the ending was not great i I would say the whole of season eight is probably skippable uh (laughs) except maybe for the last episode just to know what where you know where you're going and in dexter new blood but i think Mm -hmm. even if you haven't seen the original um i think dexter new blood is still watchable but i think it's especially enjoyable for people who know the the character who know the series Mm -hmm. and uh you know so like it's just dexter 10 years after the finale of the previous series, uh, trying to live his life and trying not to, to kill anybody. And, and uh, so he has a routine and everything. And, yeah. and uh, you know, then, you know, people show up and uh, chaos ensues and, you know, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> uh, but like, to me, it was really reminiscent of season one of Dexter, which I think for many people is probably the best. Either, I would say season one and season four are the best uh season three to me is probably skippable season five as well mm-hmm. although you know i i liked those seasons but the one i really hate watching again is, is season eight uh, since it's like the the worst one and yeah. um but yeah I, I think you know if you haven't seen dexter i i highly recommend it although i think you'd probably enjoy it more if you saw the the original series first or at least yeah. the first season or something uh but um yeah it's just like it's amazing how 
they play with the fact that no one like he he used to live in Miami and then he moved up to upstate New York. Right. Uh, probably somewhere in the Catskills or something or, you know, Mohawk or something like that. And, uh, you know, no one knows who he is. So they're like, well, you know, uh, some guy is, t- tells him like, hey, you know, like uh, you should break the rules once in a while. You see, you might have fun. And I'm like, you know, people who know who Dexter is, you're like, well, if he breaks the rule, you're probably going to die, bro. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I mean, so it's amazing fact- how, yeah, it's like this wolf among <laughs> sheep yeah, yeah, yeah. and no one knows it's just amazing i mean the fact that like you were actually like a fan like you would you say you saw like every episode of dexter like yes all right uh would you say every episode i've seen i've re-binged the whole series except for season eight maybe three or four times in in my in my uh in my early 20s would you say that that was the precursor to like shows like barry or shows like um even breaking bad where you know it's not the exact same premise but it is that like secret wolf among sheep concept or um i'm pretty sure there was another like hitman or secret assassin show or even like you what we were just talking about yeah like would you say that without dexter um i guess that genre probably wouldn't exist right now (laughs) i mean it would probably exist in some form, but I don't mm. think it would be as popular or as, you know, seemingly mainstream. I think it would be more of a fringe thing, but, you know, I, you know, I would put Dexter next to characters like, yeah, I mean, you know, Barry or uh, maybe not Breaking Bad, but there, there was a time in the, you know, uh, late two, 2000s where the anti-hero really came in, came into his own or came into its own. Yeah. And that, that was like an era where like every, like the most popular TV shows were all about anti-heroes. Right. Uh, Dexter being a serial killer who, uh, you know, luckily was adopted by a police officer and has a code. Mm -hmm. So he only kills people, other people who kill. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, if, um, uh, you know, like if you're gonna like a killer i guess like you you might like him just because he's killing bad people yeah uh, even though i don't think it's necessarily the right course of action yeah but, uh, i mean it's better yeah. than barry barry it's a little bit like impulsive or like yeah he, he does it because he has to like make up for something or something it's funny because like when you watch a show like barry the only thing it's pretty funny but like the, the the thing that makes it unique is that it is bill Hader, mm-hmm. you know if, if it was like yeah you no, know definitely. somebody like michael c hall in I that role it it's yeah, like it it's like yeah, i could yeah. see him you know being that but because bill Hader is like it just bill feels Hader doesn't look yeah. yeah yeah well thing is like i think i saw an interview where bill Hader said like he was talking about how he pitched the idea to his partner yeah. Uh, on the project like one of the producers and he was like yeah well what about there's this you know um you know hitman who wants to take improv classes and i was like yeah i don't know but but i'm the one who plays the hitman oh yeah that'd work you know because like yeah. the whole thing works because like you would never expect um bill Hader to 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 be a stone cold killer because he's such a silly dude yeah uh, but uh it's funny because yeah. like for comedians that shtick only goes so far of like uh the funny guy doing something dramatic because after a while mm-hmm. that's what people expect from you like there is um there is a show that just came out um 
a few days ago that I wanted to watch an Apple TV Plus called The Shrink Next Door. With, oh yeah, I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, <laughs> it looks more dark comedy. It's almost along the lines of like Only Murders in the Building, where it's like you're taking mm-hmm. comedy vets, and it's still funny, but you're putting them through more like dramatic situations. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's funny because uh just a few years ago that was the entire point of like a lifetime movie that came out with will ferrell was haha Mm -hmm. it's will ferrell in a dramatic role but now it's a little bit like expected like yeah for him to like kind of grow as an actor like at his age now uh yeah you can't do like frat boy comedies forever you know (laughs) yeah definitely but you know i think what what we I haven't seen it yet, but what really made the trailer like interesting to me is just the fact that it's not just Will Ferrell. You have Paul Rudd in there and Paul Rudd. I don't know if you've ever seen, um, there's this like Netflix movie called, I think mute. And uh, it's like Paul Rudd is the villain in that movie. Um, And that was the first time I've seen him as, as a, he, he does a pretty convincing and kind of scary villain, Uh, but not like a cartoonish kind of like a kind of like, Oh, this guy's like, you know, you wouldn't expect him to be such an asshole. Yeah, uh, because he's Paul Rudd. But, um, you know, it seems like, you know, just the the part where I think of the trailer, uh, Will Ferrell is like, oh, I've he, he reaches a breakthrough. And then Paul Rudd is like, and that's the time. That's all the time we have. Yeah. <laughs> sort of, uh, I, I just wanted to mention something because I said before that, you know, late 2000s was a moment for the rise of the antihero. But I think if it weren't for Tony Soprano, yeah. I don't think we'd have all these anti-heroes. Yeah. I think he's the he's the OG right. uh, character. But um, yeah, I mean, so, um, you know, just to wrap up my our discussion about Dexter and New Blood, like if you're a big fan of Dexter, I highly recommend it. Uh, if you're not a fan of Dexter, just check it out. Uh, I, I don't think you necessarily need to know everything about Dexter to enjoy it. You'll just be a bit more lost about who who's who. Because right. uh, you do have some recurring appearances from old characters, which I, I won't say anything more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, you know, that sort of explain his frame of mind. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if, if you haven't seen the original series, uh, you'll probably be maybe 50% lost. Yeah. But I think that that's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, oh, and I wanted to talk about something that is actually taking some you know parts of netflix overseas by storm uh and it's arcane oh yeah legends see i didn't know how big that was um gonna be i think it's on the top 10 i don't want to like don't quote me on it but Mm -hmm. last time i checked it's on the top 10 right now um in the u.s but like in europe uh, i think in france it overtook it was the first thing to overtake um squid game yeah in weeks Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the only place where no one seems to give a shit about it is in the U.S. Uh, <laughs> well, the thing <laughs> it is, is like, on the top ten, but still, you know. Well, well, I mean, like um, for like League of Legends, I mean, like a lot of video game based TV shows, mm-hmm. like they don't exactly it. trend in the U.S. They get popular, but for some yeah. reason, they don't like trend the same way they do overseas. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, nevertheless, it's still. It's still, you know, in the top 10, no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> and, no, um, definitely. and then like, eventually this was going to happen with the League of Legends. Like, uh, I'm surprised never, nothing ever happened with RuneScape. But I just remember uh, 
I will say like the early 2010s, like I remember League of Legends being the one game that a lot of people were like flocking to. It's like World of Warcraft, like the popularity behind that, not Warcraft in general, mm-hmm. but World of Warcraft specifically kind of expanded. Uh, what is it called? Not like sandbox or something or RPG. Or, um, you know, MMO. MMO. Morp. RPG. Morp. <laughs> well, those games. kinds of games, yeah. And then like uh, a lot yeah. of free versions from that started to come out. And there were free yeah. versions that originally like, you know, existed like RuneScape and stuff. But League of Legends, at least to me, was the first thing I saw with that made me say this is going to be something in the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, Fortnite came out of freaking nowhere and just overtook everybody. But like League of Legends was the first video game franchise that I saw in the 2010s when I'm like, okay, th- like this is something. I, I think that was even the first like esports. Um, the, yeah, the first I- the first esports game I saw was League of Legends too. I think it's still the the most popular. I think it's like the 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 biggest esports uh, game. I think from what I heard, or the one that makes the most money. I think. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I've never been a big League of Legends fan. Yeah. Um, you know my um, my my girlfriend lives in Europe, and you know she told me, "Hey, you have to watch Arcane," and she's not a big gamer either. So I was like, "Well, you know, I kind of wrote it off because it was League of Legends." And then I was like, okay, I'll give, I'll give this a shot. And then I saw it and they're releasing three episodes per week instead of, you know, releasing everything at once or, you know, one episode per week. Yeah. It's sort of interesting because you have like arcs of three episodes. Yeah. So you can have jumps uh, this week, like the second arc of three episodes came out and it's sort of like, there's been a time jump or a time skip between those uh, sets of three. Um, and I thought like the story was really cool. The animation is amazing. Yeah. Um, it's like an American French co-production or something. And it's right. uh it kind of plays to the strengths of both, I would say, like filmmaking, you know, talents, I, I would say. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like um I can't remember something that um, like impressed me so much in animation. I think it's even better than the what if animation, to be honest with you. Yeah. And, I mean, um, you know, I, mean, I like it. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I really good. want to watch it just because. The story is good. Just watch it for the story. I don't give a shit about League of Legends. Oh, no. I want to know. Like, I, I just feel like there's so much franchises I'm just, like, catching up on. And that goes back to, like, you know, looking at what Netflix is um, investing in. It's either talent or they're investing in the new nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Like League of Legends, uh, there's enough nostalgia f- with people that like were really immersed in that world. There's enough nostalgia for it to feel like a big deal when it comes out. The same way mm-hmm. for like Cowboy Bebop, Cowboy Bebop had it was like an it's a niche it was a niche crowd in the '90s that built up over time that like you have enough of an audience now to like appreciate it. Um, yeah. I remember I even saw. Um, they released and Netflix even released the uh, concept art for the Gundam live action movie. And right now I'm catching up on the original Man. three Gundam movies. Just to kind of, like, yeah, it's a, uh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> no, like the first one, the, the, I, I saw like the first maybe 20 minutes of the very first one. And it's like, I finally get, 
you know, what a Gundam is supposed to be. It's almost like a military mm -hmm. weapon. So, right. yeah, no, like Netflix is going to benefit a lot from just really being part of where the zeitgeist is. And I don't know, so something about League of Legends getting popular, I know it's going to sound unrelated, but hear me out. It reminds me of Coco Melon because... <laughs> Okay, so Coco okay, Melon is consistently <laughs> one of the, the top 10 shows on Netflix, even though you can get it for free on YouTube, right? So um, uh, I'm not, not going to disclose too many details, but like there was a time where, you know, with uh, little kids, I wanted to see if a Disney show would excite them more than Coco Melon. Mm -hmm. And so even I, over and over they, again, it they, looks like Coco Melon care. is like, <laughs> it, it's the, it's the comfort show. It's what, what they lean towards because they really don't have any prior knowledge of these like mm -hmm. Disney franchises, like Disney plus can release as much, you know, Mickey Mouse clubhouse and stuff all they want, but whatever, whatever role shows like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and stuff played in like the 2000s, Coco Melon has like taken that role. Like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and all the Mickey Mouse and Disney shows, you have to kind of put effort to look for them and put it on. Whereas Coco Melon is right there. And it's like, you have your kids and it's like, here, take Coco Melon. And Netflix was one of the first ones I saw that really noticed that. And from then on, I just see them investing over and over in like tal talent and like, you know, like, like I said, new nostalgia and it's, it's working. It's making me not want to get rid of Netflix. You know, I was one of those customers that would leave and come back and leave and come back. But now yeah. it's like to just be updated with where the world is for me to even just appreciate what something like League of Legends is, you know, I have to keep Netflix. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. but I mean, you know, just Arcane, just to go back to Arcane, um, you know, has has given me some some respect for for uh, has made me respect League of Legends a little bit more. You know, if you have cool ass stories like that, but um, yeah, you know, I think Netflix is is and has and will like invest in properties that maybe the bigger studio well not the, it's probably already like one of the biggest studios but i mean like other more traditional studios might not go for you know it, it's kind of like uh i know i was watching uh what's it called shadow and bone the other day yeah uh something that i never really watched before and i think uh, you know i thought oh, i'll check it out mm -hmm. and um you know it's like a two book series yeah and i'm sure that like Disney or Warner Brothers or whatever, if they want to invest that much money in something that, you know, deep and fantasy and magic or whatever, they'd want to have like an eight movie thing. You right. know, they want to, but it seems like Netflix is like, oh, well, we'll have what, you know, whatever many seasons, even though it's less or more, whatever, if it's good. Cause like a lot of Netflix series, they seem to cancel them after three seasons. Like that was something right. that happened a lot. Uh, except for maybe uh, what Better Call Saul, maybe, yeah, I know, <laughs> or something like that. That's yeah. still going on. I think that they're going to have the final season probably next year. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, yeah, that, that was sort of the thing that I kept hearing at the time, or you know, be 
a couple of years ago is that, oh, well, after three series, it's time for the series to end and, and uh, three, three seasons. So it was like, I, I don't think they, they care about things like they keep churning out different types of content all the time. I don't think they care about having this one flagship thing because they right. have like 10 potential flagship things going up on the same weekend sometimes. Yeah. And every time you think something is a flagship thing, like all of a sudden, not to bring this up again, but a squid game will just show up out of nowhere and just mm-hmm. like take over everything. And like and squid then, game to me was yeah. like, I, I'm so happy that squid game exists because, you know, it's like every, every so often you'll forget something like, you know, how like kids are just kids and stuff or like you, everybody remembers how like in elementary school, there was like the thing or the game you would play that the teachers would get mad at. And now I'm just having a big laugh at like teachers freaking out at like kids playing tug of war because it was on squid game. So it's like, that was a, that, that was, that was a violent show. They're playing. Oh God. So that's the first thing that comes up or like, oh, we're going to play squid the losing game. Team will die. <laughs> exactly. Or like the kids are like, Oh, we're going to play squid game, which is like red light, green light. And like all these freaking adults are like, Hey, we want to yeah. want these kids to play outside and play the old games we used to do. And then they start doing it. And then it's like, no, that wasn't squid game. No, that means it promotes violence. Like it's, it, it's hilarious. Like the show made tug of war edgy. The show made playing red light green know, light edgy. I don't know. It, make, it's, made hopscotch edgy, like the glass thing. So it's like it's like what they used to say about comic funny. books, like in the sixties. It's like yeah. it makes children violent because they want to be like Batman, you know. And they're like, yeah. uh, what? Exactly. Um, <laughs> I mean, this, this this show is getting people to like. Not saying that that old thing of like phones are bad, but like it's getting kids to put down their phones and interact with each other. And I mean, like the the new teachers and admin people that are like freaking out about it. They never existed when like their grandparents would play like Western games, like cowboys and you know, I know it's not PC, but like cowboys and Indians, like like back in the day. So it's like this weird like millennial, like early Gen X, late millennial like generation of like admin people, like they don't know where to look and. To be honest, I just want to see keep kids keep um part of my language. I want but to see it, kids keep fucking with them. <laughs> thing is, like they they uh, I think it is the uh, the, the instinct of, of every child to to fuck with with grownups. Uh, but but it's but sort you of can like do it now with you know just playing games. It's so funny. Well, I mean, it's like weird. tug of war. Yeah. You know, like it's a physical activity. Don't yeah. what happened to you know letting young people do like physical activities and being healthy and and just like roughhousing and stuff. Yeah. Uh that that seems like the least destructive physical thing they could do. Yeah. Except for but, some type of sport. I, I don't know. But it was like I don't know. When I was like five <laughs> or six, maybe because I grew up in some caveman part of Switzerland, I don't know, but but like we used to have organized or semi-organized brawls. Uh <laughs> So, I feel like that was maybe, everywhere. Nobody likes to talk know. about the part of like where they come you know, from that had or, that. I, I, you know, like, mostly you know the 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 the, the uh, young guys uh, yeah. of five, yeah. five years old. We would fight, and I was like, "Well, we're fighting on concrete. What if we fall? We're gonna break something. Like, let's fight on the grass. Like, smart idea, Raph. Let's do that." And um, oh man, yeah, you guys are really polite into this. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, "We're gonna man. move here. We're gonna do it. All right, not just like." Well, it wasn't like, oh, I'm angry. I'm going to punch you. It was like, hey, uh, do you guys want to fight? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
like i don't know thing is like i at that age i don't think there was that malice it was just like i guess we had energy that needed to come out yeah and like we were small we didn't even hurt each other that much like we didn't have that many muscles to begin with so i mean you know (laughs) it's like a twig fighting another twig like what's going to happen you know just the most polite way to get into a fight (laughs) there's grass over there i don't want to hurt you okay Well, no, well, thing is like, we would fight and it was like uh, a friend of mine, like scraped his knee and I was like, Hey, let, let's do it in the grass. Okay, guys. Like, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. And uh, I, I don't know. It, it, it's sort of like, uh, you know, now that I think about it, it's kind of dumb, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, I don't see it as being something that like, you know, as long as you don't really hurt each other, I don't think that like, that's something that you should discourage you know, because I don't think we had, I don't think we knew how to fight. And I think that's why, like, we didn't hurt each other that much. Yeah. I think it was just like kick, punch, fall down. Oh, I'm hurt. And then, you know, you're out of the game and then let's go to, to the next person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, all but in yeah, all, you know, five, five-year-olds in a, you know, in a small village of, you know, a thousand people, maybe less. Yeah. Uh, probably less i think more like 500 honestly if you're a young boy growing up in a small place like you you fight because you're bored it's not like there's a different yeah there's a different tone to it wherever you go this is the first time i heard it this polite before but like most people are very polite you know yeah it was not a (laughs) it's not that polite everywhere I, well, I don't know. Well, thing I'm, is, not, I'm not going to get like, into the whole Hawaii fighters well, thing. That's, well, that's something like, a lot of Hawaii people you know, like to talk about. So yeah, I, I think we, we've passed on <laughs> away from the arcane stuff, but you know, um, maybe th- this is story time. So I'm going to use some storytelling, uh, you know. So like where I grew up was like, um, there are like, I went to school to the in a village next to the village where I lived in. Right. And uh, so the school had one soccer pitch, school you know schoolyard and uh the older kids always took the soccer pitch so like the younger kids couldn't do anything right so like what do we do oh you know let's fight and that's why you know but if if we had another soccer pitch for the smaller kids maybe you would have never fought in the first place but uh you know it was sort of like dumb shit like that you know (laughs) i think you can always you know you had like tag stuff like that but it gets boring after a while because people Mm -hmm. keep cheating i was like no you didn't you didn't tag me. I ran too fast for you, bro. Chump. Uh, but, uh, you know, after a while, I just want to punch people in the face when you're five years old. And, you know, when you grow up next to cows and stuff, don't take right. me seriously. I'm just, you know, fucking with you guys. Yep. Cows make, <laughs> cows, uh, cows make I don't think there was people. that much thought in it. You know, no, there's uh, a, you, you just sounded like five-year-olds. That was it. <laughs> you know, that's there wasn't a, that much thought. It's like I'm bored. What do we do? Hey, let's fight, guys. <laughs> but we're friends. Yeah, but you know, it's it's fine. Uh, yeah. You come tighter after that. I mean, like then yeah. after that's when you know when when you know hormones come up and you know that that's when you get like those uh, you know peacocking. You know, people are like, oh, you're looking for me, bro. Yeah, it, but it's What's the same problem, energy. Bro? Like, it, and- <laughs> like when when like teenagers do it, it's that same mentality of like, haha, let's fight. But you have to like mask it with this, oh, bro. But in your head, you're still like five years old. Yeah, this is how I, it is. I think I think we're still five years old. I think. I think so. That's why we talk about you know yeah. League of Legends and Marvel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
I'm reminded of that every time I, I talk to my girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's sort of like I'm I'm such an idiot. <laughs> oh man, I'm just I, I'm just uh, as my fiance likes to call it. I am a simpleton. Like yes. I don't know. <laughs> Literally, anytime some some like something even remotely interesting comes on Netflix, I'm like wee. But um. Like, all right before we leave um we said we were going to teach um the audience something because you know we wanted to expand what we did yes. uh, we, we did the companion yeah. thing we did the storytelling thing you told your little story little about story. Uh, five-year-olds in switzerland um yeah. what about uh what, what, what can we teach the crowd what's something we can teach them on the way out you know mm. how to not give up how to uh, start a podcast how to keep a podcast how, going. how to how to keep being a five-year-old in spirit just watch a lot of this. I don't know. Just just watch Arcane. Watch Arcane. Get into random fights. Just go in the street and get into random fights. There you go. And my phone is saying, shut up, Michael. But nah, you know what? Don't, don't fight, guys. I, only, I got, you know. How to be five for Only give love. Give uh, love. And receive Go find love. a tree and, you know, hang off of it. You know what? Don't do that. Like, that was a disclaimer before anybody does that. Because, uh I don't know. People take podcasters seriously nowadays, so that's kind of scary. But yeah, um, <laughs> you know, go. I don't think people should be somewhere. taking us seriously. Uh. Please don't. Like, I don't want to see some like what we binge cult, like hereditary. Actually, summer you, thing you know, on Facebook. You know Please that don't. that you know one of the guys who created one of those cults. Um, yeah. I can't remember. He's a, like the the some famous guy. I can't remember his name. Uh, he said, like, the fastest, the easiest way to make money is to start a religion. Wasn't that uh, L. Ron Hubbard? Yes, yes, I think, yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Who made Scientology, yeah. Yeah, you guys learned something today. <laughs> there you go. But, but Next no, week, I mean, our history. You know. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing that. That's, that's not what I wanted these people to, to learn. But, no. you know, I, I think, okay. Being serious for two seconds, uh, mm-hmm. as serious as I can be on this podcast. But uh, yeah, you know, there was a time when I was very serious minded and uh, I still am to, to certain, uh, a certain point. But, you know, you have to, uh, you know, I think take what you do seriously, but not yourself seriously. You know what I mean? Also, yeah. uh, going back to what we were talking about, cults. Did you know Leonardo you know, DiCaprio is going to play Jim Jones? You just shat over my my my, my advice. <laughs> <laughs> you just took a big dump. You're bringing five year old Michael said. is coming out from this conversation. This is literally how I sounded at five. I will I will rattle. You were just off like something on TV. That I don't know what to say. Do. So moving on. <laughs> <laughs> You brought the five-year-old back out of me. Like, it's hard to stay focused. I'm like... Well, I hope I brought everyone else's five-year-old out of them, uh, you know, because <laughs> we know you guys aren't five years old. Uh, I think the youngest be. person who listens to us is probably, like, I think 18 or something Yeah. from from our analytics, which aren't very good, but, you know. Yeah, we get updated. Like, every so often it says the retention rate is 100%, then it's like... No one listens. Then so like, it's like two months later, it's like they only listen to two minutes of your one hour podcast. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, <laughs> why are we doing this again? I don't know. <laughs> uh, let us know if you guys want us to do like a, um, 
like a first time playing or something one day. Like I'm trying to get yeah. around to playing GTA well, for the first time. You know, I've never you played know. Vice City or San Andreas before. So yeah, that's man. like uh I yeah I, I I started playing San Andreas this week, which uh the remaster isn't that great. I have to say what? It's, it's not that great. It's not that good. What is it like they didn't change anything from the original or was it no like... they, they improved it in some ways and then made it worse in others so it's kind of it, no. it's not very consistent um you know I, I just played witcher 2 the enhanced version and that the enhanced version was probably made like a couple years ago and it's way better than the i mean you know to be fair witcher 2 came out after all those gta games uh but still i was like well you know they 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 you know like the characters now in in San Andreas like they look like they have noodle arms mm-hmm. you know they don't bend at the elbow it's like they they kind of like kind of spaghetti they kind of spaghetti their way around objects i don't know it's kind of weird apparently mm-hmm. there's a problem with the rain as well like when it rains you can't see anything because they wanted to make the rain look better but it just made it worse to play uh <laughs> and uh yeah i don't know it it didn't like when i started playing it i was like it doesn't look like it's been enhanced or remastered like uh did it look like this before like you know if it's bad now how was it before you know (laughs) that was my question because i I didn't play san andreas when it came out i think i played the first like gta like gta 3 but i didn't play all those other like you know sin city and and san andreas and all that stuff and i mean to be honest um you know uh grand theft auto was never my favorite you know rockstar what was it rockstar or something it was rockstar yeah rockstar game uh by far i would say favorite rockstar game which isn't fair to be honest to them but uh isn't fair to them but my favorite one is red dead redemption 2 because it's mm-hmm. so it is the latest one it is the best you know developed one it's it's huge it's amazing uh but i don't know i never liked gta 5 either um it's just not my kind of game i don't know yeah but yeah i don't know i like stealing cars in other games but (laughs) (laughs) not when the point of the game is stealing cars exactly you want to you want to do it when it's like yeah it can't be the whole journey it has to be a feat it can only be a feature like you can't ride the whole thing (laughs) on stealing cars (laughs) apart from that that yeah i mean i'll i'll give it another chance to be honest Although I think you can, okay, there is a, a cheat that you can do. I'm, I'm not sure if it's still there. You, if you manage to sneak your way into the police station or one of the police stations, you can, you can find a dildo in the police showers and then you can kill people with a dildo or something. It is a GTA, the San Andreas? I think it's San Andreas, yeah. Oh, okay. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, I remember because like one of my friends, like his little brother, like just to tell you, like my friends with a huge like, miniature trains nerd and his little brother was a gta 5 kind of guy or gta 3 kind of guy yeah so you know he would like he was like 13 and he would be like look at this and then he goes into the police station steals a dildo and then starts hitting cops to death with the dildo <laughs> that is how gta became the highest grossing video game franchise it's, so uh, it's like little, that is awesome but you know <laughs> little little uh, little little things for the audience right there <laughs> but you know uh you know it's fun it is a fun game but i think they could have done a better job with the remaster but apparently all the servers are down so no one on pc can play them apparently this week uh 
either GTA five or any of the San Andreas, you know, Sin City, whatever stuff that came out uh, this week. Uh, so like Rockstar is kind of like uh, in crisis mode at the moment. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's going to be a, I don't know if it's going to be a long time, but I know that all these companies are trying to like get to a place where they can stream high quality video games the same way you stream mm. Netflix. Yeah. I think it's going to be a while. It's hard. It's hard. It's, it's going to be. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I tried Stadia for a few months. It was okay. It was okay, but it wasn't great uh, when yeah. you compare it to a full-blown console or PC or whatever you use, um, you know. Yeah. It's kind of like if you have a, you know, optic fiber internet connection with like one gig a second, whatever, you know, connection, like you, you, you'll probably be fine unless the servers go down and that means like you're screwed. But um, I think like, yeah, I, I'm not ready to go full blown streaming games, uh, even though like Google, Amazon, I mean, even Microsoft with Xbox, they have like online play that you can do on your smartphone or whatever you can play. Um, You know, it's not there yet, but I think it it has potential, but it's not there yet. And with all this talk about the meta bullshit verse that's coming out. uh, (laughs) See you in the metaverse. See you in the metaverse. Let's stay stay inside forever. Uh, (laughs) Oh my God. It's Wally what's happening <laughs> we're gonna be fat guys on floating chairs uh, well, that's kind of my life right now but <laughs> okay. all right hi note where can they find us you guys can find us on apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, uh, pandora all these amazing other places uh and uh, find us on social media at uh what we binge on facebook and instagram that's what we binge and uh yeah you know, you can find us on Anchor, our magnificent, uh, you know, streaming, uh, whatever podcasting platform that we use. And uh, yeah, that, that's uh, where you can find us. Mm. Okay. Yeah.